Hello, I'm Gary Wilmot, and this is Amdram Shout Out on Brooklyn's Radio with Dan Curtis. And I'm delighted to say that joining me on the phone is Philip. Good evening, Philip. Good evening, Dan. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Yes, well, very excited. We open tomorrow. Oh, yes, you are <laughs> You are right on the cusp of this, aren't you? Uh, you are here from Pranksters Theatre Company, uh, and uh, you're very, very welcome along. We've had Pranksters on before, but you're doing something really different this time. Yes. Tell us. Well, I don't know how many <laughs> groups have done something like this before. It's sort of thing you may find occasionally to get a very big space at somewhere like Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, we have taken over the Spike Workhouse in Guildford, and uh, we're using the cells and uh, various rooms there for the audience to be part of a rather terrifying ghost story. Excellent. Well, that, that doesn't sound very Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's set in December. Ah, that's why. And, I mean, ghost stories, there's a great tradition of those always being told at Christmas. Dickens with the signalman and Christmas carol and stuff. Of all course. Ghosts. Of course, of course, of course. Now, I'll have to admit, I didn't even know uh, there was a, such a place as the Spike Workhouse. Uh, One of the reasons why we've done it, to be honest. Um, the Spike isn't funded by the council. It's an independent charity, and it's just outside the town centre. Consequently, so many people don't even know it's there. And we thought if we work with them, we'd get the space, and they'd get the publicity. Fantastic. I've looked at a few of the photos that you've got um, online, and it does look... <laughs> like the perfect place for what uh, for what you're describing. So, can you, without giving us too much away, tell us a bit about the story? Yes, indeed, and, and it's going to be rather difficult to tell you too much without giving some of the story. <laughs> All I can tell you is the premise behind it. Okay. Uh, the Spike Workhouse, now this is obviously the plot of it. Um, since it was shut down in the 60s, locals had been hearing noises, seeing uh, things happening there that shouldn't have been. So a paranormal team have been called in uh, at the request of the spike to investigate there for a week and uh, and at an investigation they are detailing their findings to the audience uh, after an initial setup in in a, one of the main rooms they're all taken off individually little groups of people into individual cells to hear what's happened in that cell then move on to the next cell and be told there then all come together for a big ending oh, so people kind of get the story in different orders then Yes, that's right. The orders make no difference to the actual plot. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, um, and uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to ask now. Um, how, what's the challenges in trying to do something like this then? Because obviously you're not sure what's... It must be as an actor and as a, uh, as a director not quite sure what's going to happen because if the audience are kind of coming with you... <laughs> we, we are <laughs> trusting them to actually be part of it. Um, and to not ask too many questions or throw too many curveballs. I'm sure you're aware of things like murder mysteries. The audience will deliberately jump in and throw you difficult questions to see how well you've known your part. We're hoping people aren't going to be doing something like that. Everybody is timed. Everybody has an individual timer. They'll set them at the same time. So each section should last exactly the same amount. And that's what we've been concentrating on rehe in, in rehearsals more than anything else, is getting it to exactly the same time for every person. Excellent. It sounds really, really, um, it's really interesting. Is there? Is it based on? Is it based on any true sort of um, goings on at the spike, or is it all completely not? Not on goings on at the spike, but I've taken uh, inspiration from many things. I'm, I'm a uh, crime historian. I'm a published author. I'm a, I'm a Jack the Ripper tour guide in London, and I'm also a life member of the Ghost Club, oh, okay. uh, which is the world's oldest paranormal organisation. And so I've taken inspiration from many of those things. Um, I've, I've taken inspiration from, from certain genuine Victorian murder cases, 
from some of my favourite horror films, uh, from some productions I've seen done in Edinburgh in the past, and from uh, information we, we know about various ghost stories. All my favourite bits have been thrown into make one, just one horrible uh, melee. <laughs> <laughs> but is this, is so, I mean, obviously, you, it sounds like you've done loads, but is this the first time you've sort of done this sort of thing, or have you, have you done something like this before? Uh, pranksters themselves, they're, they're getting, they've had for some years quite a name of not using conventional spaces. We do do main productions at places like the Electric Theatre in Guildford every year, but we like using other spots as well. Uh, people are very keen on site-specific engagements. Uh, just after this one, uh, they're doing Jim Cutright's 2, and they're actually doing it in a pub in Guildford in February next year. So, so we used to use this, this kind of thing, and um, I think it engages people more. Rather than sitting and watching a box mm. where people can be part of it, the, the environment's not half the work for you. I'm just lazy. It's laziness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, see, I don't think it is because I think that with, with not knowing what's going to come through the door, actually, I think you've got to be even more on your on your metal of, of knowing what you're doing. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Tomorrow <laughs> night, I hand it over to the cast. Anything goes wrong, it's their fault. Well, <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be a great comfort to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, it must, it must it can't be that easy to to rehearse something when there might be those curveballs coming at you how do you how do the cast kind of deal with that uh, sort of ad lib when we rehearsed it because each person's in the cell individually we've had the rest of the cast being an audience being as awkward oh. as possible <laughs> so everybody is versed to do with every eventuality well it sounds like a, a work a work away day uh, doing role play <laughs> there's been a great it's been a great deal of that in fact for the auditions i didn't ask anybody to learn a speech i asked everybody to come with two minutes prepared to talk about something that interests them mm. because everybody's role has been to an extent improvised i told them what i wanted their story to be about what they were to talk about but the, how they deliver it was actually up to them and that's what we've honed in rehearsal so i guess that also means for the cast that every show is going to be a little bit different although yes. there is a sort of storyline and, and a sort of a linear Yes, kind of. which, which sounds like dangerous territory, but it, it's really not. Everybody knows exactly all the points they have to cover in, in, in the time they've actually got. They're looking at the timers all the time to cover things. They'll say words differently every time, but every point they get across should be in the same order and covering every, everything they're meant to cover each time. Excellent. Now, it's quite limited, obviously, because you, because you are doing this sort of walking around. Tickets are a bit limited, but tell us how we can uh, come and get involved. Right, we've only got two nights left with tickets now. All the others are sold out. Really limited, then? <laughs> yes, yes. We've got tickets for the opening night tomorrow and Wednesday, and we have a few tickets left for the last performance on Sunday. And both of them are literally in single digits now. Uh, but if, if you do want to still get your ticket in time, if you can come to either of those two, it's through the Guildford Tourist Information Centre, and they're on 01483 treble three, and uh, they're also online uh, through uh, visitguildford.com. Brilliant. It sounds, uh, well, it sounds really scary, not just from the point of view of the subject matter. But, but we had a technical <laughs> run last night, and even though the cast know what's going to happen, they've seen it so many times before, when we did it in costume in the place for the first time last night, there was a moment near the end where the whole cast jumped out of their seats screaming. <laughs> so what's it going to be like for an audience? We're going to be sued. <laughs> well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> yeah, let's hope not too. <laughs> It's all right. If they can get away with it in Women in Black, you can get away with it. Yeah, there's similarities. That's my favourite horror, so there's, there's, there's bits of that sort of thing in it. Okay, excellent. So, I, I mean, I took, a, I took a group of kids to see Women in Black, and we ended up about four rows back from where we started. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last time I went to see it, she actually brushed my hand as she walked past oh. the aisle. <laughs> you never forget that. Oh. 
<laughs> Hopefully that's not a spoiler for anyone who's not seen it. Uh, so, well, Philip, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about it. I really wish you and all the cast all the very best with it. It sounds, it sounds brilliant. I, th- I think oh, it sounds you, really, really fun uh, in a spooky, scary kind of way. And yeah. it's a good balance to all this cheer and, and light and tinsel Humbug. and stuff. Brilliant, Philip. Thank you so much. Bless you, Dan. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So do get and see that. It's uh, on, uh, well, it's on from tomorrow, but obviously only tickets available for uh, tomorrow and for the 10th of December. It's at 8 o'clock uh, and it lasts for about 75 minutes at the Spike Heritage Centre on Warren Road in Guildford. Uh, and you can go to uh, visit guildford.com to get tickets. Philip, thank you so much for coming on and I wish you and all the guys all the very best. If you're involved in a local theatre group and have a show, auditions or event you'd like featured on the Amdram Shoutout, then get in touch with Dan. Email studio at brookingsradio.co.uk If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.